yeah, I, I try not to think about it or worry about it because it just stresses me out because I just can't, when I think about it or worry about it, that it's overwhelming, the idea of how would I even function without you. My heart would be so broken that I don't know how I would survive. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. On today's episode, we talk about how mad I'll be if Paul dies unexpectedly. Oh, these glasses aren't going to work. You got to get to those specs. I got them right here. Yep. What are you working on? Um, I am making a care package for our neighbor whose husband passed away unexpectedly last week. This has kind of become an epidemic in our neighborhood right now, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has. Couple what, about months? three months ago, our next door neighbor's husband passed away unexpectedly. Last week, our backyard neighbor's husband passed away unexpectedly, and they were both relatively young men. And it comes in threes, and I told my husband, you better not die unexpectedly, because I'll yell at you, and then I'll beat you up, and then kill you myself. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) And so yesterday, which was Father's Day, you Uh were out running errands, and I was... Picking up all this stuff to make the care package. And I was enjoying a day working on my motorcycle in the garage, getting it tuned up. Yeah. And the last ride of the day, I take my motorcycle out and basically get hit by a car while I was um, standing still on the motorcycle. Not very fast, not very quick. Yeah. I wasn't real happy about that when I found out either. Because I just waited till you got home to tell you. I'm glad you did because if you had told me over the phone, I probably would have freaked out really, really bad. Yep, I've learned that lesson. <laughs> you know me well. I learned that lesson a lot. So what do you got in your care package here? So I um, thought about what kind of things would make me just feel loved and cared for. Yep. Um, and things that would be some self-care things. And so I made some homemade chocolate chip cookies. The big I made, jar. I made big ones and little ones. Um, because sometimes you just need comfort food and homemade chocolate chip cookies remind me of when you're a little girl. And, um, I've got some Werther's, well, I bought those because I also have, um, chocolate candy bars here because Paul says chocolate is medicinal and I thought maybe that might help heal her broken heart. It's a proven fact. (laughs) Chocolate is medicinal. But maybe sometimes people just chocolate isn't cutting it, so caramel is comes in a good second. We got a whole pack, whole selection of just snackies and food because when people are grieving and hurting, they forget to do the basics yeah. like like eat. eat. And, and and sometimes you don't you, want to cook dinner, you don't want to make a meal, you don't want to have to do those kinds of things. Sometimes you just can't even think about what yeah. it is that you should be doing, and so you just need something you can grab and go. No, they're called no think foods. We got bath salts yep, here. I some made smellies. some homemade bath salts that have some really nice essential oils that um, she can put in her bath and help her relax. I have some uh, fuzzy Tea. slippers over yeah. there. Yep, fuzzy slippers. Fuzzy slippers. Uh, uh, eye mask. Oh, I forgot about the 
got a candle. A candle and a candle holder for just nice ambiance while she's relaxing in her bath. It does smell tasty, too. It smells good, doesn't it? I bought a coffee mug. No, a tea mug, not a coffee mug. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. A tea mug and some different teas to drink while she's wearing her fuzzy slippers. And then... um, when we first moved into the house, um, one of the plants that I got, I didn't know it at the time, was called, I, I liked lots of little plants, was called a prayer plant. And at nighttime, the leaves go up, and then during the day they come down. It's kind of like praying. Mm-hmm. And um, so I always cut pieces off and put them in water so that whenever an occasion comes up that someone either has moved in or has had a loss or it's a birthday or things like that, that I can plant those into a pot and take it to them so that they're reminded that they're being prayed for and thought of and cared about. Part of the reason why I do that is because um, when I miscarried about, let's see, Isaac's 15 now, Mm -hmm. so it would have been about 16 years ago, I got this um, African violet here that um, someone put in a gift basket of of flowers and that particular plant, and I was able to um, have that and so that to me is just a special reminder that someone was thinking about me when I was in a pretty bad place yeah. so that's one of the reasons why I like to do it but I particularly like the the prayer plant um, for for losses and things like that yeah so how much do you worry about me dying what would that mean how did you feel when Lisa told you that Blaze passed away unexpectedly. I well, I was in shock, but then the next thing that popped—I mean, almost immediately—which I felt a little bad about—was mm-hmm. um, the fact that you know a lot of times things happen in threes, and I just was worried, like, oh man, we don't have another neighbor, like next door neighbor around us. That leaves you, and I know it's irrational, but when you're in kind of an emotional state, like I was. Um, it just pops into your mind. So then I had to talk myself down out of that. And how often just through our marriage have you worried about me dying or me going away? Going away. Through I, death. I'm not going right. away for any other reason. Right. Um, probably early in our marriage I worried about it. But I think that I, I think that's just kind of maybe normal. Sure. When you're n- so. newly married. Um, when you got your motorcycle, I worried about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I try not to think about it or worry about it because it just stresses me out because I just can't eat when I think about it or worry about it, that it's overwhelming. The idea of how would I even function without you? My heart would be so broken that I don't know how I would survive. I just, I, I, I think I could, but I just don't even have the capacity to find that where it would even come from yeah so i always tell paul that he has to no i have to die first because he could probably compartmentalize and function without me but i'm pretty sure i couldn't do that if you were to die i would be heartbroken for two or three years i mean i would do the normal grieving i would be lost without you i probably wouldn't shave or change my underwear anything like that for months on end sure um if it wasn't for our kids i'm not sure i would eat right um, and that's normal for the grieving process that's normal for you know you're you're part of my life i'm used to you being here every day right. coming home to see you waking up next to you 
um, dealing with problems with you. You are right. just, you are a part of me. Um, I'm not a separate individual anymore. Right. And it would be literally like cutting off a, uh, an arm or a leg. I would have to figure out how to function without you. Yeah, that would be hard. I mean, I, I know that I'm a fully capable of adult of living on my own, yeah. taking care of myself. And so that's not really even the question. I, I could get a job. To. No, I don't. <laughs> I, the emotional toll that it would take, it would it would wreak havoc on me, which I suppose that's what it does to yeah. people. I think it'd be fair to say that you and I are fairly connected. Yeah. We aren't, we don't live individual lives. No, We don't no. live independent lives and we just happen to share a house or we happen to parent together. Right, exactly. We, we spend a lot of time being connected. Right. Um, and that is, that is something a lot of couples just don't have in their relationship. They really do live as kind of roommates. They live as um, individuals. In fact, that's kind of a, a, a thing that is nowadays uh, espoused. It's like, that's how you're supposed to live, is you're not supposed to be dependent on anyone. We are supposed to be fully and completely independent. Right. And that that mentality I think has actually become cancerous to a lot of good relationships. Yeah, I I think I agree with that too because um, apparently I can't do two things at once. You're so. trying to cut that while yeah. we're talking. Keep talking and I'll remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I thought I'd be able to do this while we talked, but apparently not. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be independent. I'm, no. I am willing to give up some of my independence um, and actually rely on you, become dependent in some way. Right. Um, where I actually need you, I I want you. And again, if you die, it doesn't mean the end of my life. I'm not right. codependent. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't lost myself, but I've lost part of myself. Right. I've given part of myself to you, willingly, intentionally, purposefully. Right. For me, all I agree with all of that, and all of that's true for me. I think. There is a little degree for me, and you would probably say yeah. it might be a little bit more than yeah. a little. If you're going where I think you're going. <laughs> where um, I, I, I just feel like I need to be taken care of. Yeah. And um, I'm sure that stems from my story. And so I like that we're connected. I like that we do this. Because it feels, it fills, not feels, it fills that, that need to be cared for and taken care of so I think I think for me if you were to die first that that would be the piece that's hard like the person who loves me and cares for me and makes me feel taken care of whether you do or don't but it even if it's just the perceived being taken care of um that would be gone and that would just be devastating for me yeah it would be heavy you would heal. We're all supposed to heal after something tragic and devastating right. like this. But you wouldn't be there to remind me of that. <laughs> oh, wait. I'll I've write got, it down. I've you got can... a few kids that probably would be really good because they've you learned can... a lot from you. And you can go back to this podcast episode. Oh, so true. when I do drop dead, you can come back and listen to this and go, oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, my husband said I could heal, but I'm really mad at him. So <laughs> I'm not going to yet. <laughs> kind of an odd topic today talking about death and our neighbors passing away and all those things yeah. but it it again just reminds us how important it is to have that connection piece in your relationship and if that's something that you don't have is that something that is missing and you're either living these highly independent lives or you've never ever been able to connect in some way 
that's the whole purpose of the Secure Marriage podcast and websites and resources that we put out is we want you to learn how to get um, connected. We want to teach you how to fight less, feel understood, right. and create a deep connection with each other. The best way to start that is to go to 5-Minute Marriage Makeover, number 5MinuteMarriageMakeover.com, and you're going to be able to get three videos um, that are all for free and are going to start walking through the process on how to get connected, how to fight less, how to um, enjoy each other a lot more. We can't think of anything better than learning how to get connected, um, whether that's doing a care package for a neighbor who, who's going through a hard issue issue or whether that's everyday in and out stuff with kids and schedules and school and work and all those things when you go through it with your best best friend when you go through it with the woman that you love with the husband that you love um, it, it makes for a pretty good day we want you to be able to enjoy that and experience that if you've never been able to experience that so again five minute marriage makeover.com is the place to to start that thanks for joining us thanks for listening we hope you have a good day bye-bye bye-bye Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. You're listening to the... You're listening to the... You're... You're listening. You're... Oh, thanks for listening. No, you're listening. You're listening to this... It's hard to do without Uh the music, isn't it? You're listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast. Does that sound right? I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, welcome. That's a word. Yeah. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy... (laughs) On today's episode, what what did we call this one? I don't know.